the snap, and the ball is free. It's picked up by Michigan State. Jalen wants Jackson, and he scores. This is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. NIL, which is short for Name, Image, and Podcast. And the watch, this is thank you to NIL. Welcome back to another episode. It quite possibly the last one where we discuss what college football on a grand scale, right? Yeah. We've, uh, we've made it, folks. We've made it. We made it through the New Year's Six Bowl. I think. Are there any? Are there even any games left? Like uh, no, we've, we've seen them all. LSU, right? LSU, Kansas State on Tuesday night. You know, the old fucking Tuesday Wait, night was the last one. Right. Way to just usher us, usher us home there. Uh, but no, we're kidding. Yeah, there's a there's a national championship. Uh, and surprise, it's Alabama-Georgia. So, who cares? Yeah, moving on. Moving on. But for real. <laughs> we were just like, we were literally just talking about it right before. Like, like if, if you're a fan of college football, which, you know, we are, and I think our listeners are definitely fans of college football in the broader scope, you, you don't care about Alabama-Georgia. You just don't. It's you, sure it's a national championship. There's uh, if you're better, like sure you want to bet on that game. It's like, uh, who cares? Like it's just it changes nothing. It changes nothing because neither team is gonna get a leg up on the other. You know maybe Georgia can finally stake right. their claim and say, well we're the new Alabama. And it's like, well Nick Saban, he is getting older, right? Right. And, like he, it just it's like for me the fun was had. Was, this was an awesome college football season. And nothing that happens in the national championship is going to affect my opinion on the season. It, and I feel like that's where the biggest letdown is, right? Like, the storylines ended in the playoffs. Yep. Like, like th- there's no, yes, like, the, the only remaining lingering storyline, if you will, is can Kirby Smart finally get over the Nick Saban hump? Like, I- and even if he does, okay. Like, okay. Alabama is, is going to reload. Okay. <laughs> like, fine. Right. Sure. It, it's like can it, it would be like can one billionaire make another couple hundred million over yeah, a different billionaire? Warren Buffett, like, Elon Musk. Oh, Elon Musk is yeah. richest. Oh, okay. Well. It's like it's like the space race. It really is like the space <laughs> right, race. It's right. like yeah, like or like the quote unquote. You know, it's like oh, let's see who can get farther <laughs> into the air. It's like oh, we're going to space. It's like okay, let's be really barely fucking. Barely, hey, we went a little, a little bit higher than a couple planes, right? My, like, my penis shaped rocket made it higher than your penis shaped rocket. All right, well, right. Give me another year, and, and, and I, mine will go higher. Okay, <laughs> and, and that is Alabama, Georgia. I think to a T, you know. And, and so, yeah. So if you're tuning in to to get a bunch of hot takes about the national championship, this is not the pod for you because I like, quite frankly, I I if it's on in the background, great. I'm not going to sit down and hell, it's no. fucking. It's the national championship. I took you know? I took a shift at the Vivint just cause I was like, you know what? Right. This is this is an ESPN app game. This is a okay. Like ch- check the app. Oh, there's a score. Okay. And then like I want the final score, and I'll be okay. Cool. I I, I can look at the final score, the box score, and I can paint the picture in my in my head about how this game went. I don't even need to see the game. Like every, anybody who's a college football fan doesn't even need to see the game. You just need to look at the final box score and be like, okay, I know how that went. Cool. Perfect. Yep. Yeah, no, pretty much. Um, it's only going to get worse. Sorry. Oh, it, oh dude, 100%. It, it, it is completely getting get, getting to the point where, well, it's always been that way. It's always been the haves and the haves-nots. Right. But right now, until they expand the playoff, which, uh, please, God, just expand the playoff. Yes. 
don't know. It's expand just, the playoffs weird. so we can have two weekends before we figure out Alabama and Georgia will be playing each other again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but exactly. And, and if this was on your, your segment list later on down the road, we could table this and come back to it. But I think the transfer portal is only going to make this worse. I, like, I think... I like Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State. All the perennial powerhouses are always going to have good recruiting classes. But I just saw like I think it was one of the Cincinnati DBs. I had it up and I, I exited out, but it was one of the Cincinnati DBs is transferring to Ohio State. So it, it's like these are just going to be farm leagues for the perennial powerhouses. And I know like obviously there's scholarships they have to honor, and there's only a certain amount of spots they can fit. But you'll always be like here's what's going to happen is it's going to be a second, third string guy in Alabama who really just wants to play. He transfers away. Okay, boom, spot opens up. Let me go tip pick off the top DB for Cincinnati. Like it's only going to yeah. get worse. Like recruiting has already been, you know, kind of they had the the market cornered, and now with the transfer portal and how willy nilly it is, and we've had like one, we had fourteen hundred players enter the transfer portal after the season. It's just going to get worse because now it's like okay, like we're going to have not only the pick of the litter for recruiting, we're also going to have the pick of the litter for all these transfers. Right, and yeah, I think like Alabama got that Georgia Tech running back who was, I think, Gibbs last night. Yeah, he was incredible. Yeah, yes. And it's like, okay, you're telling me Alabama didn't recruit anyone who was like just as good? <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like, come on, dude. You know, and that's why this, this brings me to the point. I, I, God bless the transfer portal because a year ago today, nothing else significant happened, but Kenneth Walker III <laughs> the transferred fuck. to Michigan State University. And that changed everything right that changed absolutely everything you know he was at wake forest and he had some you know splash plays but you know he was second on the depth chart and he comes and realistically should have been a heisman finalist like i think yeah. if you watch yeah. michigan state try to run the ball against Pitt uh to like for 30 yards total i think that kind of solidifies right. the fact that how important he was to <laughs> to this offense and uh but you know it goes both ways where yeah the big the, you know the top players will go to the top teams shocker but every now and then us little us peasants, you know, can get the little trickle down. Like, please, please, sir, may I have one more transfer portal recruit? Right. You know, right. It, it, it's uh, and it can totally. It, it I I promise you, Kenneth Walker won Michigan State at least four games this season. Absolutely, and, and that's what I mean. Like, it's don't get me wrong. Like, the big picture is all of the you know the top fifty percent of you know or top thirty percent of D one football teams will benefit because okay now we're seeing the talent and you know this talent is in places like wake forest who where you know he was just kind of the second string guy and then he found his way onto this team so don't get me wrong the big picture it's great like everybody will fucking benefit from it in theory but we're also heading towards inevitable doom that it's just the rich are just gonna get richer and we're just gonna keep seeing georgia alabama ohio state is always going to be there it's just a matter of can they put it together on a year-to-year basis like it it's just hit or miss with them but they'll always be there and it's then you look at michigan who put years you know years and years into it and put all the work into it and all the recruiting and everything that they did to finally get there and they lose in the semifinal and i in my opinion think that it's not going to be a total downslide but i would be shocked if they come back out next year and win 10 games like well, eight, well, nine games, and, and, maybe. Yeah, and, and that that kind of leads me into the next point, you know, because or, you know we talked about it a little bit this week. Lots of rumors around Jim Harbaugh, right, mm-hmm. and possibly going to <laughs> going to the NFL. No, and I, I I think this I you perfectly kind of laid out this point for me is uh you know it took him it took him seven years right. like with all the resources and everything to to even get a good enough class to come together and not have everybody transfer out and things like that to finally make it there compete with ohio state make it to the stage 
and get absolutely boat raced. Right. 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 It, it, like, what are you going to, and it's like, oh, well, yo, we'll try again next year. It's like, you have top 15, top 20 recruiting classes. Unless you have a top five recruiting class for like a solid three, four year stretch, you're nowhere. You're nowhere on the table. You're not even close. Yep. Not even the same fucking stratosphere. Nope. Because that's how much recruiting is a difference. You can be the best fucking coach in the world. Right. You know, Cincinnati is a good example of that where it's like you just had to have you know, the quarterback who was there for multiple years. You had the team kind of rally together. A great coach around Luke Fickle. And he still just could be by Alabama. Like, right. And so if I'm Jim Harbaugh, I'm sitting there thinking like, well, I, the Las Vegas Raiders are a game away from going to the playoffs. Right. Uh, they have a head coaching vacancy. Right. Brand new stadium. Owner who just is fucking weird, but who just wants to win. Right. Fan base who would kill, who have killed people, I'm sure, <laughs> uh, in the in the name of the Raiders. Like, why wouldn't you go there? Right. Like, what what more do you have to prove at Michigan? You're not going to win a national championship. No one outside of Alabama or Georgia for the foreseeable future, maybe Ohio State, is going to win a national championship. No, never. It's just not going to happen the way it's going. No. Well, it, so go yeah. ahead. Sorry, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just saying, yeah. What more do you have? What more do you have to prove? You've done everything. You've been here seven years, University of Michigan. I I want him to stay personally because I, I think he's great for the rivalry, sure. right? You know, he's an easily hateable guy. He's not going to be a Death Star like Kirk, uh, Kirby Smart, right? Where it's like top five recruiting classes every single year because yeah. that's Ohio State. You're not going to have two of those in the same exact conference, Alabama, Georgia. Yeah, they're SEC, but they're different divisions, obviously. Right. Um, but it's just not going to happen. So he can sit there and play out his remaining years and just be like, oh, I'm Jim Harbaugh at University of Michigan. That's not him. No. He's the he's insane. He's fucking insane. And he knows that his brother has a Super Bowl at the at the hand of losing in the Super Bowl <laughs> to his uh, – is it younger or older brother? I think – is Harbaugh – I think Har- Jim, Jim is, is the younger. younger. Either way. Yeah, yeah. His was- brother's got a Super Bowl. He doesn't – he knows that, that – it's got to just eat at him. Right. So now it's the time. Strike while the iron's hot. You have an opening in the NFL that just doesn't happen normally. You're in there. Right. You're in there. And I just, for me, it's it would just be insane for him to not. Well, and I think you made a really good point in Cincinnati where it was like all, all of the stars had to line up in way of veteran quarterback season crew like all your all your you know all the positions across the board. You're returning you know third fourth year guys. And I think when you pair that with the expectation that schools are now setting as far as like the timetable for success, we're never going to get there. Because I think what happened was years ago, you know, we there was I, I think the needle has fully flipped now to where it used to kind of go back and forth. Where like if you had a seasoned veteran team, like they could probably compensate and they would beat you know Alabama, who has usually a younger roster but of just really good athletes. And so I think you know a few years ago you'd see that right, like you'd see the more veteran team with the veteran leadership and like, you know, the depth on the charts would you know, they could win those games. But I think the needle is too far gone now. And I think that what we're seeing with Alabama and Georgia and Ohio state is they're just throwing, you know, veteran, you know, quarterbacks will stay around typically a little bit longer to develop, but we're seeing them, you know, just throw out veteran leadership out the window and they're just winning these games with just really good athletes, like really top notch five-star athletes. And so when you pair that with, hey, like we want you to come here to a Cincinnati or a Michigan, and yes, you could put in the work to get there, it's the time it's going to take often doesn't line up with a timetable that schools are willing to give you, right? Like they're like, we're going to give you three, four years maybe before we really start putting the pressure on you. And Harbaugh had to use every bit of his, what is he, six years, five years? How many years has he been there? I think he's been seven. Seven. seven so years. he had to use every bit of his seven years to finally right. etch it. And, and let's not forget, 
the the stars had to kind of align for him to get there. Like he right. lost to Michigan State. Like it's not like he was blowing people out. Like he he really had to work his way to get there. But then we just saw, okay, great, you have Hutchinson, you have this, you know, this deep core, like this you know, story tradition, these like long term guys. Okay, so what? Like these young fucking athletes are just gonna run you off the table. So right, yeah, I I agree with you 100. percent Like if I'm Harbaugh, I'm sitting there, I'm looking. Okay, well, I could just go to the NFL, get paid more money, and you know, be able to not have to rely on you know young recruiting and uh, you know young kids to get me to where I need to go. I'm talking to pro athletes, and we can make moves. And we draft every year, and like you know, and, it's and totally Raiders scary. are Raiders are a good team. I look at Derek Carr. I was just phenomenal looking at, you know, talent. Dude, Chargers Raiders play this weekend, and I'm already fucking an anxious wreck. You know, because the winner goes to the playoffs, which is crazy. Right, but right. did you know? Did you know? If they tie, if the Raiders and Chargers tie, they both go to the playoffs. Well, it, but now Jaguars have to beat the Colts. That's the that's the is that first what it hurdle. is? Yeah, okay, yeah. the Damn. Jaguars. But here's here's another fun stat. We're just throwing fun stats around. Um, Colts are zero and six when they visit the Jaguars in like the last six, yeah. in the last six trips there. So there's a very real possibility <laughs> that like Indianapolis could, could you lose. imagine though? Well, and then, oh. it, it, and here's the deal: like, why wouldn't you know? Why wouldn't you just if, tie? Just right, everybody right. Wins. <laughs> just sixty kneel downs, <laughs> kneel it, kneel it, kneel it. Who cares? Both get in. You both have bonuses. I'm sure that'd be dude. It's so funny, but yeah, that that game's gonna be incredible. But, but yeah, now if you're Harbaugh, you go, you inherit. I'm sure Carr's gonna stay there. Carr's, I mean, like people kind of shit on Derek Carr a little bit. I mean, if you look at his stats, like okay, the touchdown numbers maybe aren't there, right? But he's got pretty much the exact same stat line as Justin Herbert, minus about. 15 touchdowns, which, like, that's just the Herbert. Well, and, that, and that's, like, like, not how the Raiders are built, right? Which I think is complimentary to, like, if you do plug Jim Harbaugh into that, like, Derek Carr is the most ideal quarterback for Jim Harbaugh. Right. Like, Derek Carr just yeah. fucking loves football. Like, he, like, just loves fucking football. And you have Darren Waller, and you have Jacobs. You have a very solid line. Like, Hunter Renfro. Yeah. Just, just take your Michigan playbook, book a flight to Las Vegas, and you can just plug and play pretty much. Like, it's the same fucking yeah. team. But yeah, but anyways, enough NFL talk. That's for a different podcast that mm-hmm. we don't do. So, Fuck that podcast. Uh, yeah, right. But but anyway, so yeah, uh, there's a few more bowl games to wrap up. Yes. Um. So I think since our last discussion, uh, we had yeah, because we were talking about it during the Purdue Tennessee game. Purdue ended up winning that game in very controversial controversial fashion in overtime. <laughs> Probably one of the sickest games though. That, oh, like yeah. that was just incredible. Incredible, but shout out to the the spoiler makers. Uh, really good season for them. Uh, Peach Bowl, Michigan State, Pitt. Uh, what a roller coaster that was. <laughs> um, yeah, almost got beat by the third string quarterback. But um, you know, as as I was saying, we couldn't run the ball. Couldn't run the ball. Pitt's a really good team, especially defensively. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, our leading rusher had twenty three rushing yards. I mean, if like I said, if that doesn't you know state how big of an influence Kenneth Walker was, then I don't know what is. But uh, the game really fell on Peyton Thorne. That's what I was saying in the pod. Like, it's going to have to be him to step up. Uh, 60% of his passes completed, 354 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. And two, I mean, his stat line in the fourth quarter was ridiculous. You know, led to come back. Uh, there was a, there was a fight on Pitt's sideline that I guess was super crazy. There's the fight in the concourse. There's the fight in the stands. I was like, that was awesome. Like that was such a cool game. But I remember sitting there watching and just being like, you know, obviously very down in the dumps at first. I was like, well, we're gonna fucking lose this game. This is embarrassing. To just being like, what's happening? And you know what? Michigan does this, or Michigan, God, Michigan State does this every fucking year. Where it's like, you know, especially in the bowl games, it's like, oh, there we go. So, yeah, we're going to lose this one. They somehow come out and fucking win it. And I don't know how they do it. And I'll never learn. And I'll never change. So, there you go. <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> if you, I know, and you and you did say like Peyton Thorns have to win this game. If you would have told me that Peyton Thorns would throw the ball fifty times in that game, I I, I, would, I was like, damn, like that's a lot. And then you know, I'm looking at the box right now. Uh, ten points in the first half, zero zero, and then twenty one point explosion. Like, it just, Hell yeah, it just doesn't well, make sense. <laughs> those middle stands, as they're where, like we would have ran the ball, right? Like if we had right, Kenneth Walker, right? right? We're running right. that, and we had some chances and just kind of like dumb calls or dumb false starts and things like that. But I mean, just to touch on Peyton Thorne a little bit. Uh, like it, Peyton Thorne's been really fucking good all season. Oh, yeah. Like there hasn't been, there's only been a few moments in games where I'm like, uh, he looks a little rattled, but he pulled it out every single time. Yeah. The Ohio State game was a difference. We had a bunch of people out, but we were never going to be Ohio State anyways. Right. But like, if you look at kind of his body of work throughout the whole season and some of the throws that he made, and we're getting Jaden Reed back next season, his number one target, like, you know, uh, we're in good hands as far as oh, the QBs yeah. go. Like that really, really solid season. Out of nowhere. I had zero expectations for Peyton Thorne coming in, and he absolutely crushed it. Absolutely crushed it. It was super fun to watch, um, and I'm really looking forward to, to next season, which is crazy because I was talking about it in a, a different Discord I'm in with a bunch of Michigan State fans. But, you know, football season's over, but we're also talking about football, and we have a top 10 basketball team right now. I know. <laughs> like well, Michigan yeah. State basketball is going just like, you know, ultra high speed mode right now and just like you know not blowing everybody out but winning these games and and normally we would have switched right to basketball and be like all right we're all in but we're still all like talking about football and i think a lot of that has to go with how the transfer portal works how the coaching carousel works different players moving places so the the football conversation lasts a lot longer but yeah it's it it, what a season for for michigan state fans to have a top 10 football team and right now a top 10 basketball team uh, yeah, this is well, awesome. and it's 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 if you lose if you lose the Peach Bowl, you probably you're probably done talking about you know what I mean. Like if it kind of probably right. puts a different taste yes. in your mouth. Kenneth Walker's 100%. leaving, like kind of feels like a letdown season it, to a degree. Obviously, you know Vegas had you at four wins to start the season, so like you say all the time, you're playing with house money after win five. But it, it, I think that this is, and this is just from the outside looking in. Obviously, I'm not as ingrained in the Michigan State fan, but like. For somebody like me, this is like the telltale sign that okay, Michigan State is finally kind of turning that corner. Like, like not only are they winning right. the games they're supposed to win, they can win ugly. And this was like really, really ugly. Like, I mean, obviously there's uglier wins, but like, you know, to have two clunkers, scoreless quarters, right? Like, yeah. to, to be able to win those and like to be able to put like you know Peyton Thorne a sophomore, like put the put the game on his arm. I mean, it makes sense why you're still talking about the football. Now, throw some fucking respect to basketball. All right, Let, let's let's fucking we'll, we'll transition. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Yeah, but like, I mean, but to you your point, like, like Michigan State basketball used to be all you had. <laughs> now, right. both hands are full. Right now, it's it's been yeah, crazy season. Awesome, it was super fun to watch as a Michigan State fan. One that I, I'll definitely you know rewatch some highlights down the road, but. Um, hopefully better things are ahead. Mel Tucker's the the guy at the helm. We made sure of that, and I think that bowl game kind of proved it. Like these guys just won't stop playing for him, no matter what. Right. Like, and that's that that's a really good sign of things to come. Fingers crossed. Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, Big Ten. I think Big Ten showed out pretty well yep. in the uh, in the bowl games overall. But yeah, the teams like Penn State losing, Michigan obviously losing. I think Iowa lost too, right? Um, yeah, Iowa lost to Kentucky, so yeah, fuck them. But Wisconsin Badgers got it Ooh, done over Badgers. Arizona State. Arizona State was, I think, I think the most overhyped and overrated team oh, yeah. coming into this Absolutely. season. One of, uh, <laughs> yeah, boy, they were just they were painful to watch. But 
Uh, good for Wisconsin. Rutgers, who made the bowl game after some weird circumstances, obviously with COVID stuff. Um, <laughs> hey, good for them. They showed up. They lost 38-10 to 10 to our Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Uh, but, like, now, but, now the criteria for Rutgers to make that game was hilarious because it was – it was like the grade point average, right? Like there yeah, was, was like graduation, rate, right? Something right. like that. <laughs> so, like, Which, hey, good for a hey, good. At least had like death. That's a good. It, it's better than like let's see how much revenue you generated or you know. No, like, no, no, listen. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. Like you want to talk about a group of guys who like truly love football. You know, shout out Kirk Herbstreit for saying all players hate football. But like a group of guys who love football, it's the dudes who play at Rutgers because like they, Poor Kirk. they're not very like they're always very middle of the road, if not a little bit lower. But like they're going to Rutgers just to graduate, get a degree, and then just fucking play a you know at a short notice fucking bowl game. Like <laughs> those are football yeah. guys. Yeah, I, I want Rutgers to be a thing. I really do. And they're getting close. I think Greg Shiano is well, a good coach. Well, when you're ready so. to transition to basketball, I can tell you that Rutgers is a thing. But carry, carry on. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Central Michigan taking down uh, Washington State. Uh, good for the old Chippewas of Central Michigan. Um, Alabama, Cincinnati, we kind of touched on that a little bit. Uh, Georgia, Michigan, we touched on that. Um, yeah, R.I.P. the Barstool Bowl. Uh, that was the only bowl I was really looking forward right. to. And and like I said, not because we're big Barstool Shill fans, but just to see how somebody else does it, right? Like, we, right. we've seen all the corporate sponsors and the Chick-fil-A and the this and that. And it's like, I want to see one that's just completely off the rails. And uh, we almost had it. And, you know, yep. maybe next year. Yep. But Well, they have uh, it for three years, so there is next year. Until we have the fucking, you know, Zion fucking variant flying around. <laughs> it is going to be the Zion variant, yeah, isn't it? Right. Uh, 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 and then can I get can I get one last pig, woo pig for yeah, Arkansas? You can have all the woo pigs, and I'm just going to say it now. January 1, 2022 is probably the best handful of college football games that we had. Loved it. Like, Loved every it. game. I mean, Baylor almost I think I texted you. I was like, this is, the best, this is the best sports game, the sports day of the year, oh, in my opinion. Because January 1st, you're not working. You have zero responsibilities right. on that day. Right. And I was sitting at my father-in-law's house, a nice comfy couch, 75-inch TV or whatever. I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a discussion for another time. But I, after seeing the Droz household... I think that there's a point where a TV might be too big. Like, I, I feel like <laughs> maybe, nah, I'm kidding. That's a lie. Who am I fucking kidding? The bigger the TV, the better. But, uh, yeah, whooping! Fucking beat Penn State. Uh, dude, like, it, again, like. Penn State was awful. The, well, God, Arkansas so started bad. hot, right? Like, everybody was like, damn, like, right. well, like Arkansas. But, again, another team just in the same as Michigan State where, like, there wasn't a lot of expectations to start. So, the fact that you're capping this off with a nice little beatdown on Penn State, I, I mean, Great stuff. And they're in another, the coveted Outback Bowl. I mean, who do we have the Bloomin' Onion or do we have the Coconut Shrimp? Do we ever figure that out? I think it was the Coconut Shrimp. I don't know. We need to get our Maybe intern on way. that. Yep. Either way. Um, yeah, fun game there. A really fun game. The Notre Dame-Oklahoma State game. Kind uh, of a collapse by Notre yeah, Dame really. a little bit, especially in the right. third quarter. Um, 17 unanswered by Oklahoma State. Um, you know, Notre Dame, with the, the coaching thing, Brian Kelly leaving. But good for Oklahoma State. I Like, I... I don't know why I kind of refer. I like Mike Gundy a lot. You know, I, yep. I just think he's a weird dude, oh, yeah. and um, I think he's good for college football. Oklahoma State's just a weird team as well. Like you watch them, and you're like, well, like they don't look good, but somehow they're just really solid. Right. Like, right. You know, but if their offense, who hasn't really carried them, definitely carried them today. As Spencer Sanders, uh, 370 yards, 
passing, four touchdowns, no interceptions, uh, to go with 125 yards rushing. Yeah. (laughs) Have yourself a day. (laughs) Well, that's what I think that's what makes Oklahoma State fun, because to your point, like, I mean, they they get nationally televised games regularly, right? But it's like, I feel like every time, like, it's like a a must watch tune in game, they always make it a very exciting game. Like, I, I can't really recall a whole lot of Oklahoma State games that I've watched that are just boring, like the Battle of Bedlam, right. like. True. They're always very, very, true. very fun team to watch, and and they're just another team that unfortunately I think is always going to be stuck at you know the you know eleven ten nine spot just because they'll have the talent to, you know put up big scores and and their defense was really good this year. I, I think that like that was something that differentiates them from years past. Is their defense was very good, not only on a Big Twelve standard, but just kind of in general. Like they had a national you know level de- defense, but again, I, I just. Kind of like we talked about before, they'll probably always be stuck around the 10, 10 spot at the end of the day, but they're always fun to watch, yeah. and that's all I ask. Yep. No, I agree. So good for them. Uh, good season. Uh, Kentucky taking down Iowa. Good Iowa, bit. remember when good they were ranked like number two at one good. point? Well, and it's always, it just, they always get the benefit of the schedule for us. It takes so long for us to figure out that once again, Iowa isn't anything. Because their schedule just always seems to line up for them to rattle off eight, you know, eight and zero to that conference, that side of the <laughs> right. It's like okay, are, are we going to buy it again? And then no, and then you cap off your year by losing to fucking Kentucky. Yep, there you go. Uh, and then the Rose Bowl, which a lot of people would say is probably the, in my opinion, it's my favorite bowl. Doesn't matter who's Absolutely. in it, my favorite Absolutely. bowl. Obviously, I had a huge vested interest in this with Utah. And, um, I, you know, I was devastated. But it was one of those where I, I was very bummed because I think Utah had some chances to win this game. Right. But to, to watching Ohio State and, and Stroud and uh, uh, Smith and Jigba, uh, we'll never see that again. No. I, or maybe we will. Maybe that's just the way things are moving. But True. Oh, my God. 573 yards passing, six touchdowns, one interception. He should have had another touchdown as well because Utah made a great defensive play and popped it out of his hands. Um, Smith and Jigba, that is. And, yeah, and then and Jigba on the other side, 347 yards, receiving three touchdowns, probably should have been four. You had Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, with three touchdowns. Like, and, and so everyone was like, oh, look, these players sitting out, sitting out. It doesn't matter for Ohio State, especially the way no. Ohio State recruits extremely well at wide receiver, probably right. better than any other right. team in the country. The, the wide receivers they get, and I remember Cade always saying, like, we've got another five-star, got another five-star. Right. That's the difference. That's the difference. Uh, most teams are lucky to get one five-star, and you get basically multiple at Ohio State with an incredible QB. Like, I just had never seen anything like that. And there were two plays that I think really changed this game. And Utah just wasn't ready for the stage, I don't think. But why the fuck are you swapping punters? Why are you swapping <laughs> punters? Why, why even do that? You get some guy in who you know didn't punt the first time because there's a different. they were a different point in the field and things like that. And he just fucking drops the snap. Like, <laughs> that changed the entire fucking game. Ohio State maybe would have just gone down and scored anyways. But, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yes. And then and then <laughs> taking three timeouts into the offseason. Like, <laughs> what? Like, I, And I think it was just shell-shocked, right? I think it was just shell-shocked because quarterback came rising, goes down. Somehow, your backup quarterback goes down and drives the touchdown and ties the game. Yeah. And I think right there, Witt was just like, wow, that was fucking, this is crazy. It's like, right. I would have either, A, I would have liked to even just gone for two, right? right? Just go for two and try to take that lead and then just be like, all we need is a fucking stop, send the house, figure it out. Um, but they didn't. 
And then they just let him kind of drive down the field. I, we had one defensive back, I think Utah did. We had a running back out there playing corner against <laughs> Smith and Jigba. Like, it just wasn't going to happen. No. But it was that punt that really, I felt like, changed the entire fucking game. The fourth down stop where, like, it was right there. And you were just inches fucking short. And just, like... It sucks because for Utah, I mean, that would have been kind of the crowning achievement for you. Right. Like, Ohio State's going to win multiple Rose Bowls moving forward, right? Like, that's right. just where they're at. And good for them. Rose Bowl's awesome. Um, but, I mean, for Utah, it would have just been sick. That would have been the crowning achievement. They they only joined the Pac-12 a few years ago, right? And look at how well they've done. Right. Uh, it was awesome to see them on that stage. The crowd was incredible. Britton Covey, that pump return or kickoff return was so fucking fun. And... Uh, just sucks, but you know, congrats to Ohio State. That's a crazy season, and boy, I mean, that's just—I've never seen an offensive display quite like the quarterback and wide receiver combination for uh, Stroud and Smith and Jigba. Well, and it's—it's—it's just it, for one guy, like you know what I mean. Like it's—it's it's one thing if you had a couple guys go off for like hundred plus yards, but for just one dude to single-handedly like just take this game over from the wide receiver spot is just incredible. And like you said, I mean, obviously there was some some. You know, Utah side of the ball, there are some benefits working for Ohio State. But, I mean, we don't obviously believe in moral victories. We don't do participation trophies here. Not in this America, Kyle. But if you're Utah. Utah represented themselves very well. For, yes. not, listen, like, if you would have told me Utah's going to go to the Rose Bowl, they're going to lose by 14 to Ohio State. I would have been like, you know what? Okay. Like, I, I, I can live with that. Like, that's, that's a great performance. Given everything that Utah's been through, Cam Rising going down early, like, Okay, but for them to, like, boat race fucking Ohio State all the way to the end and lose by three, like, I mean, Covered again. the spread, too. Right, right. I mean, you know, good teams win, great teams cover, whatever the degenerates say. But, like, if you're Utah, and to your point, like, you're fresh in the Pac-12 and just come off the season that you've had, hopefully Witt stays around. If not, I still think they're in just okay hands. But I think it was just an incredible game overall, even if you had no skin in the game. Just an absolutely phenomenal game to watch. But if you're Utah, I mean – things are looking fantastic moving forward, especially in Pac-12 play, right? Like, right. you run the Pac-12 until somebody else says so, from my point of view. Yep, yeah, because now, you know, representing yourself well on the stage, you had the uniforms, by the way, chef's fucking kiss. Ooh. I love those white Ooh. uniforms. I mean, and the numbers, I like kind of the old school font, the, the interlocking you. Uh, I love it. I love it. And so hopefully that kind of any of those guys in the transfer portal, like looking like, damn, like, and, and Utah had some good transfers in there. Oh, Dalton yeah. Kincaid, tight ends are awesome. Yep. Um, he was transferred. Tavion Thomas transferred from Cincinnati, had a great season. But all, all Utah needs is like one, you know, really decent running back, right? And maybe right. a wide receiver. The defense is always going to be there because you got every Polynesian on the planet who hey. just wants to kill somebody on right. the field. Right. Uh, right. On the field. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I love it, man. I like I love you know having Utah be that second team for me. Like I, I just they're they're a joy to watch. Absolutely, um, really do things the right way. We just got to get up to a game one of these days. Well, it just sucks that the, every single one of them is a night game. Well, and you you're 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 a father, so I mean, really shut yourself on your foot on that one. Uh, but it, it, and another kind of you know nuance to this was after the game, just going on Twitter. All all the commits for Utah were just pumped. Like they like they can't yeah. wait to get here next year. And I and I that's part of the culture that you have to build. And and you know when you lose a bowl game, oftentimes like not saying it, it spoils it for the next class coming in, but the fact that like you did technically lose this game, but like you're you know all your recruits and you are starting to recruit higher level you know higher star players are all just buzzing like. 
you're just setting the groundwork moving forward to just really, really build this program to get to a spot where, like, you are in the national contention. So, is it next yeah. year? Probably not. Is it two, three years from now? Realistically, maybe. Like, it could happen. Yeah. yeah. No, Cam Rising, I think it's going to be good. You've got oh, him yeah. for another year Thick or two. Boy. Um, yeah, dude, thick as hell. Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. So good for Utah. Awesome season. So like so much tragedy in the beginning right. and even during. And then, you know, to, to go out there and, and be a play or two away from winning the Rose Bowl. I mean, that would have just been incredible. But good for Ohio State. Um, and then lastly, the Sugar Bowl was I didn't even watch this game really. Baylor Ole Miss. And you had all the pundits who were like, this is why you sit out of a football game. Yeah. You know, Matt Corral going yeah. down injured. You know, blah blah blah. Twenty one seven. I I didn't watch like more than maybe thirty seconds of this game. No, it it was I was I was keeping tabs on it up until you know I Matt Corral got injured and then you could just kind of tell it was just going to be a, kind of a slow, ugly game, especially for Ole Miss. Like just deflated, like right, like you know your your stud guy who made this big rah rah. Like I'm playing for the boys, and more power to him. Like I, it sucks that he got hurt, but I think that one people like I think that. One thing that people, you know, fail to acknowledge in today's day and age, like a torn ACL 15 years ago was like almost like a career-ending thing, right? Like, (laughs) oh my God, people are tearing ACLs now and they're coming back in like four months. Like Matt Corral will be just fine. Like he'll recover and our modern medicine, like he'll be, and I mean, you could fact check this, but like people say that like when you tear your ACL, the way that they repair, it's like better than it was before. So, you know, good for him for, you know, playing one, one last time for the boys I, when I look at his face, I just think of, like, the era, like, the Tim Tebow era of college football. Like, I just feel like he fits in perfectly. Like, he probably listens Absolutely. to, like, you know, Offspring, and he's just that kind of guy. But I love it. But, yeah, it was a, a very ugly game. Very ugly game. And for, I mean, Baylor, congratulations. Good season. Ole Miss, I mean, did you do enough for Daddy Kiffin to stay around long term? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's fun. I like I like Lane Kiffin. Uh, and then, like we said yesterday or Tuesday, was uh, LSU Kansas State. LSU uh, is just uh, absolute, just a resounding. Uh, so there you go. LSU is just, I mean, in shambles. Like I know you peaked in you know twenty nineteen and you did it, but like first you, losing season and I can't remember how long, but it's been a while. Well, and then you got the Kansas State, who's just the perennial like eight and five. Seven uh, again, it's 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 you know <laughs> they fall in the same category as Rutgers. It's just a bunch of dudes who just fucking love football. They weren't good enough to go play at the big schools, but like they're gonna go to Kansas State. They're gonna play all four years, and they're gonna play just fucking right hair on fire. And that was funny because like I I didn't watch the game, but I looked at the stats, and I was like, I swear to God, if I look at the stats and Skyler Thompson is still somehow quarterback at Kansas State, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking lose my mind. And sure shit, he's still there. Like <laughs> what? In, in, oh, Independence, God, Missouri. Dude, I just uh, yeah, Skyler fucking Thompson man, he's been there forever. Like, and, and the fact that I know the quarterback at Kansas State shows that, like, oh, dude, what are you doing? But eight and five, yeah. Anyway, so so that's it. The, the Kansas I mean, State's that's, a funny school. Just one tangent to believe it. I can't name one player. I was just sitting here thinking, I can't name one player in the NFL, and there's probably one glaring one that's just not. I'm just staring right in the face, and not realizing. Lock it. It's Tyler Lock Lockett it, from Kansas State. Darren Sproles. Okay, Darren Sproles is still in the league. No, oh, but okay. like that. Well, I was thinking <laughs> no, like current as, players, like people playing right now. Is not, it, and I could be, I could even be wrong because I know they had a locket, but I don't know if it was Tyler Lockett. Um, yeah, I mean, it, this wasn't really adding anything to the conversation. I was more so just like, can I even think of one player from yeah, Kansas, Kansas State? State. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, there you 100%. go. <laughs> Tyler Lockett. <laughs> so there you go. And that's it. That's the uh, that's a 
college football season. 2021-22 college football season. Uh, what a fucking year. No, no uh, need, I mean, no we need to still... tune in on Monday. That was the season, yeah. folks. Like, pack yeah. it in. I'm, but uh, our, our namesake here, Name Image Podcast. Yes. You know, yes. We, we, we love that. Problems. The we NIL, NIL is now, we're about to enter silly season for the NIL. Well, you know, we already did. Signing. We already did. We already are. Charlie Batch offered Caleb Williams, the Oklahoma, who's officially in the transporter now. Sorry, uh, condolences, Oklahoma fans. Sorry, Donnie Bruce. Um, but Charlie Batch, well, I forgot. Yeah, Charlie Batch was a thing. Uh, Steeler legend, I believe. Um, offered Caleb Williams $1 million to transfer to Eastern Michigan. So let me let me ask you this. Like, was this not part of the, like, handshake, wink, wink deal that we had where, like, you couldn't specifically say you will get X money to come play here. Like I know he had some some fancy words in there, like from game one, capital investment will pay you one million. But like now we're just like we're just we're just in the territory where it's like okay, we're just gonna pay you to come play here. Like that that tweet is just blatantly like you come here million dollars. Right. I mean, I've just looked at some of the Twitter replies. That basically sums it up. I don't think NIL was meant to be used as the, hey, come to this school and I'll pay you this much. No. This whole deal needs some rules fast. And then the next reply, once again, the NCAA has made billions off of unpaid labor. If Eastern Michigan Booster wants to go all sicko mode and pay him dude a million dollars to play for EMU, let him. It ain't your money. Don't worry about it. Right, right. Well, that's, that's, that's the thing, right? Like, I am asking you, as a law-abiding NCAA fan... It, it's one one way or the other. We have to go full heel one way or the other. Like either we go into pay to play land, or we have to put some rules around. And like an easy rule to make is like you can't negotiate nil. Like you cannot contact players. Players cannot negotiate nil deals until they get to a school. Like just make it that simple. Like there's no negotiations until they arrive to a university, and then they have to work it's... through the university to get nil deals. Yeah, I don't know. Because it's we're just this is all is gonna be. It's gonna be a player. Player has oh, you know, uh, like oh, I didn't make a national championship season at you know, wherever Ohio State or whatever school. Like I'm sad now. Okay, well, hey, I'll give you a milli to come play here. And at that point, it's like I'm not even gonna go play to play football. I'm just gonna make a million dollars. Like I think it's it's nil plus the transfer portal, which really exacerbates things. But because, like, to an extent, it's always been like that, right? Right? Like, I even look back at SMU back in the eighties. That's what they're doing. They're paying. Hey, come here. Well, I'll, I'll, whatever you want. <laughs> well, well, well. What happened? And other what happened teams, to SMU, Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, yeah, because that. Yeah, that's when the NCAA had a backbone. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of always been this way to an extent. Um, it's just a little bit more out in the public, and now people that's don't like to look at the dirty thing that's on the table when you fucking, you know, when it's been under the table for so long. That's what I'm saying. Put your laundry out in the line. Like, I don't care. Like, if we're just going to go to that right. method, fine. So be it. Fuck it. Like, I, I don't want right. to have to keep teetering around these, like, oh, well, like, it's not really pay to play. It's it's technically game one investment. Like, I, you know what? I don't care. If Charlie Batch wants to say publicly, like, I'm going to pay, you know, Caleb Williams $1 million of my money to come play here, as long as it's not the university specifically paying them. I don't give a shit. Just, okay, fine. Just let it be known. Like, make it public, and then let's just move on. Yep. We're not going to have I this agree. problem in basketball, Kyle, because th- th- with basketball, it's one and done. If, if you're a player who's going right. to constitute catching that kind of money, oftentimes you're not even going to go fucking play college anymore. You're going to go straight to the fucking G League. But if you do go play, okay, so be it one year and then done. What I don't want to see is all these players just shopping their services around school to school and then, like, it's just going to dilute college football. We're not going to find real, true, like, you know, level as far as, like, teams that, like, can compete and, like, the core group of guys. Like, it's just going to be every year is going to be like, I'm out. Well, I'm out. Like, see ya. 
Yep. And, and look at like an example like Memphis. You know, you get Penny Hardaway, you get all these big, big players like Emily Bates and all this, and they're they're buying them with FedEx money. Like that that is absolutely no qualms about it. Like FedEx is playing a huge role in getting those recruits, and they're eight and five, and that team's a dumpster fire. So yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I love about college basketball is like. One bad egg can absolutely ruin right. that entire, like ruin the entire squad. Which is why you know? I don't think NIL will be a problem in basketball. Like I, like I said, like it's, yeah. it's it, if you're because you can just up and leave. You like they could just be like, yeah, I'm done playing like mid season, right. and be like, I'm just gonna start getting ready with the NBA. And it's like, all right, Kyrie Irving played yeah, yeah. what two games for the Duke Blue Devils? Yeah, like Duke legend, <laughs> and he was like, all right, I'm gonna go play in the NBA. It's like, cool, see ya. So be it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you, yeah, you're right. So it's like. Uh, that is pretty funny. That is pretty funny. But know. Uh, you know what? NIL is yeah. going to have a bigger impact in football, no doubt about it. I don't think there's really any dispute about that because, and we're seeing it happen right now. It's just people are going to get disgruntled and and they're going to say, well, you know, I'm not really, you know, hitting my potential here. But like, if I go here, like, I know this this guy will pay me a million dollars to play Eastern Michigan. Do I really give a fuck about competing at that point? No. I'm just going to go make a million dollars, ball out of Eastern Michigan, and then see you later to the league. Like, that's all that's going to happen. That would be sick. That would be sick. But, um, yeah, no, college basketball would be fun. I'm just kind of looking at the top ten now, and there's, you know, <laughs> my, my blinders are kind of on, obviously. For, I watch a lot of, like, the Big Ten, right? I watch a lot of Big Ten, right, things right, like that. Right, but, yeah, right. Baylor at number one, uh, 13-0. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of Michigan State's two losses. Mind More you. than likely well going to be the, the 91-92 Blue Devils, and they're yeah. probably going to win back-to-back. But, yes. Yep. But, hey, yeah, whatever. You know, and then you got Duke. Uh, yeah, boy. 11-1. Purdue. I think a fraudulent twelve and one. I don't think right. Purdue's. I, I think they're very good, but they've had some shaky performances. Gonzaga, a little bit fraudulent as well. Already lost two games. Yep. You know, uh, Chet Holgram though is fucking just a weird human. He's so um, weird to look. He's so weird. It's kind of like what we were talking about last night with fucking uh, what was bowl bowl ball on the Nuggets. Like when they move, you're just like that doesn't look like it should be like that. Like it's, it's a miracle wrong. that they can even run up and down the court, let alone like dunk. Right. <laughs> like, it's insane. Um, and then you got UCLA at number five. UCLA, who's only played nine games compared to everyone else's 12. UCLA, I think they had the incredible run, obviously, last yeah. year. Um, but I don't know. I just don't believe them. Kansas, 11-1. Here, here's the US. thing is, 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 I mean, for some, like, I haven't been, like, super in-depth on it. But, like, it just kind of, like, the games I've watched and, like, the content and, the you know, all the things I've consumed around it is it's – this is probably going to be – one of the more chalky years as far as like once we get full blown into conference play, which I like, I think we're already there. It, the cream is like going to rise to the top, but what it's going to happen is like you said with Purdue, like they're going to win their, all the games in their conference because that's just how they, they play big 10 ball. Right. So it'll be interesting to see. Like, I think like the real fun and excitement is going to be had once we get to the tournament. I think that it, it, like the, the top contenders in each, each conference are, you know, inevitably already there. And I think they're going to stay there. I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of shakeup. So I think like the real fun for somebody who's just kind of a, a service level college basketball fan is really going to obviously happen in the tournament like it does every year. But I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of shockers mid-season this year. I think like what you're looking at now in the rankings is probably going to be close to where it's at. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be – I don't know. It's going to be fun. I love college basketball as much as you think that I don't no, like it. No, no. What, what like did you tell me It's just day? so hard. You tell me that you're like, I like – I'll watch Michigan State, and that's about it. <laughs> Which is fair. Well, that's it's fine. just hard. That's fine. I mean, look, at you got like – Colorado State, they're ranked number twenty. That's kind of cool. That's weird. Well, it, <laughs> you know, it's because like, it's undefeated, right? Ten and zero. But who they played? 
a whole lot of nobodies. So you have to put them in there. But that's a team that, you know, they'll get a bid. Don't get me wrong. But like uh, Oral Roberts, <laughs> uh, U, uh, U, University of Alabama Pine Bluff. You had, you had Pine Pine Bluff. Crane was uh, per- a good win. Peru State. <laughs> Peru State? Hey, 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 and hey, hey, hey. <laughs> University of Northern Colorado. You heard? <laughs> Bradley? Uh, Creighton? Northeastern? <laughs> But then, Northern but then, Colorado, but then looking like looking like Little Rock, Mississippi State, who's like very very run of the mill in an SEC conference, squeaking out a three point dub. <laughs> like, hey, Mississippi State got that uh, Rocket Watso transfer from Michigan State, and I think he's been uh, actually pretty horrible. Uh, um, yes, yes. <laughs> but uh, now that's awesome, Bradley. Um, I'm looking at yeah. their. I'm believe it after this. I'm looking at their schedule, and there's like. Nothing. They're like they might go undefeated. <laughs> they they might go undefeated, and then they're gonna be like the uh, the they're gonna be this typical fifteen. No, they won't even get a two seed. Who the fuck am I? Nah, gonna cause like the, like Nevada's good. Utah State's got a good team. San Diego State's a tough team. Like they'll they, they'll lose. Like right, like they'll lose, but like they'll get a high seed probably if if they continue this little streak they're on. But then they're just gonna get clapped in the tournament. No doubt about it. Right. Yep. So. Well, there you go. Uh, that sums it up. So, like we said, college football season, pretty much in the done. books. Done. Like, Just put a pin you know, in it. Done. done. It, for all intents and purposes, it's done. But obviously, the shenanigans will continue because there's going to be NIL. There's going to be transfers. There's going to be coaches. So, like, you know, it's it's see you later. It's not you buy forever. It's just see you later. Right. And then, uh, yeah, we'll be uh, dabbling a little college basketball and maybe just just random other shit who fucking knows you we, know, we always uh, talk about random other shit. you and i could yeah it doesn't matter there's not an event that occurs that we couldn't have a, a, a let's see what else we could that. do um we could do we have we could talk home improvement we've been you know right. like your season in that because your house is just falling apart um yeah we <laughs> talk about how much we hate our dogs <laughs> uh, <laughs> bro just kidding, that's a whole nother pot my dogs haven't pooped solid in five days and they go out like six I don't think I've day. ever heard you once say that they've pooped solid or pooped outside, for that matter. Ah, well, they, they've, they've pooped outside, but the cost of them not pooping in my basement is uh, I have to go outside seven times. And, and now we're in the ugliest weather possible, right? Like, there's snow on the right. ground, and it's just been raining. Wet, gross. Yes. It's, it's disgusting. It's, no, my backyard is a fucking mud pit. It's, it's horrible. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I mean, we could listen, there will never be a shortage of shit we could talk about. Kyle really wanted to talk about the Capitol riot today, like, big anniversary, and I had <laughs> to talk him off the edge. I was like, no, Kyle. Like, this I not. still don't know where you were on January 6th, and I think you were there. I think your head was used to barge down listen, the doors. Listen, Kyle, if it, let me, I can assure you, if I was there, they would have caught my ass first thing. They would have been like, okay, yep, yep, okay, that guy is... <laughs> well, this guy's obviously... That guy is a head above everybody else. Yeah, okay, we'll identify him. No fucking problem. Like, yeah, go ahead. Uh, where, you know what? Where was I, James? What a fucking That's embarrassment a that was. Jesus Christ. But, you oh, know what? no, no, no. All right, all right. Funny story. Just real quick, I'll make it short. I was working for Newell by Anderson, right? And I was working right. with, you know, blue-collar guy, Utah, shocker, big-time fucking conservative. Not, I wouldn't say extremist, but only listen to fucking Rush Wolf or whatever the fuck that guy's name was, radio. And so we were on the job site that day, and the, it came on the radio kind of breaking news. It was kind of like telling us what was happening. And he just stopped everything he was doing. It was just standing in his trailer, just loving it, just eating it up. He's like, I hope they burn it down. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm, like, I need to find a new job. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> I think I remember that. But like I said, the significant event that happened on that day was Kenneth Walker committing to Michigan State. Right, and, right, uh, right. And the rest is history. But the rest uh, is history. Attack on democracy, Kenneth Walker transferring. I mean, it doesn't even hold a candle, really, in the grand scheme. Right. I still can't believe, like, and I know that the Heisman has kind of become a, like, a, what have you done on a, an individual level? It's a it's a fucking dog and pony. If they show, right? if they if they really sat down and looked, and I understand like nobody wants to go back and watch games, and it's kind of hard to get like a full understanding of a player if you don't watch his games. But like Kenneth Walker, almost single handedly willed that Michigan State Spartan team to where they were. Like Kenneth Walker, like, <laughs> like don't yeah. <laughs> for those for those who like you know obviously like I love Michigan State. Just pull up, Ken, like all of you. Please do your homework, and I, I want you guys to respond. You know, in the in to us on Twitter. Just pull up Kenneth Walker, the third highlights from this season. Watch them, and you'll be like, "This all happened in one season." <laughs> like, yes. it, there's even some multiple ones in it one game where I'm like, "That would be most of the running backs' career highlights right. for their fucking their whole, body whole season." Right. Yeah. Right. Just go, yeah. Well, Pull it, up Kenneth Walker in, third highlights. The thing that it's made it electric. so exciting is that it, it 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 brought back you know faint memories of like that Reggie Bush era. Like it, it like right. the the art of the running back. I we're not it's not dead dead in the NFL, but it's very much a hey, give us your three best years. We're gonna beat your body down. Like look at Saquon Barkley. Like he was right. an absolute unreal player to watch in college. Just decimated the pros. So I think like if yeah. you're if you like if you like that kind of game and you like watching running backs who can just absolutely ball, you you can't not be a college football fan because that's the only place you're going to get it. And Kenneth Walker did it every game, every right. game. And when you when you look at like Alabama, you know they've had you know Derrick Henry and Mar- um, Mark Ingram and all that. They're also running behind behemoths of offensive lines, every, and those running backs themselves were like an offensive right. lineman, and they would just run people over. And it's, like, it's, it wasn't flashy. Every wasn't Sunday night, every Sunday night they throw up the offensive. You know they introduce themselves. So those double cut, yeah, Alabama. left tackle Alabama. It's just Georgia, like. Alabama. Yeah, it's just, so I mean, that's the thing. It's like like you could run for a hundred yards. No, uh, easily, behind, uh, easily. Yeah, right. Well, and it's like look at in and it kind of put Derrick Henry is the one exception. I will say that Mark Ingram had his time in the sun, but like Trent Richardson was like at the time in Alabama, it was like oh my god, like this is like one of a kind. Like speed, he's got power. And then you saw, oh, well, maybe maybe it's because he gets a three yard cushion off the ball and then has to kind of make a play. Like, right? Kenneth Walker yeah. was doing everything not on his own. Like you, got, you guys had a good line, but it wasn't like he was getting a whole lot of favors from the offensive line. Like the offensive line was doing their job, but like not, you know, they weren't killing it. Like he was doing it all on his own. So yeah, homework for you listeners. Uh, pull up the highlight video. I just gassed me up a little bit. Uh, we love Kenneth Walker. Yeah, you have to guess. And, it, and like I said, it's his anniversary. It's his anniversary. Pull up that. Do him. Do him a favor. Uh, if you're an NFL a fan of an NFL team, like you want him on your team, absolutely. Just pull it up. His highlights are fucking sick. Um, yeah, follow us at Name Image Pod on Twitter. Um, Kyle, we've been a little. I think you should. You know, we should get in touch with the ESPN execs, and I think this is a thirty for thirty. Like you I know, while right. while the world burns, snub. where were you when Kenneth Walker signed? Right, I love it. I love it. I, I it's uh, make it happen. But yeah, follow us on Name Image Pod. Interact with us. Tweet us fun things. You know, discussions. We could even you know we could figure it out and you know have you know user submitted content and topics to talk about. Um, and if you don't, we'll figure out something else to talk about. That's probably going to be less way less. I, it, weird, it'll but be, it's gonna be it'll funny be, to us. It'll be fun to see us navigate 
the baseball season because I think I'm I'm gonna force you to at least try to consider. Here's the deal: like College World Series is always fun to watch. Like I, I'll always tune in for that. Like I'm not a baseball guy, but I will always tune in for the College World Series because it is fun. But I think it'll be fun to like force us force ourselves to like consume at least a little bit of college baseball because there's a long-standing argument, and I forget who's on what side of the fence, but in between Beats and uh, Keaton about like it college baseball is just unwatchable because the errors are just so egregious and frequent and and I forget who's <laughs> on what side of the fence but like it but is so funny fun. well but it's like it, that that's what I mean like it, it, it the, the level of amateurness is what makes it exciting like I, give me the shit right. show all day I, I'm tired of the MLB they make all the plays just get the ball care. and play right. just get the like that's all right. just get the ball and play and the rest speaks for itself and the, and so. the fact that <laughs> <laughs> and we can end it on this. The fact that we have high school players in baseball, you could go from high school to league, no problem. Like the, the, the physicality, like it doesn't really make that big of a difference, especially how big high school kids are nowadays. Like it doesn't matter. The fact that like they could go to college and we're still handing them aluminum bats and like the ball speed off the bat is like 100 plus miles an hour is absolutely ridiculous, but I love it because you just get dudes who just love pimp it. balls and just that ping is just awesome. But like they could kill somebody, like they could really hurt somebody, Kyle. I love it, I love it. So thank you, thank you guys. Uh, it's been a really fun football season. I'm, I'm you know, a little surprised we made it this far, but uh, to our loyal listeners, it's been it's been fun. We're not going anywhere. Uh, it just might be more and more off the rails as we progress into the off season, and then you know, March Madness. It's it's gonna be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, Mike, are there any parting words you would like to bestow upon these loyal, loyal listeners? No, um, you know, I was getting I was getting chirped a little bit uh, this last weekend in the other the other friend group Snapchat. Uh, I forgot who I was rooting for, but I was just being I was being the bad guy and I was rooting for a team that was probably winning. Uh, and they were very quick to point out that like I was like Mr. Tar Heel and, and all these other things. I was very wrong with football season, Kyle. I'll come back better next year. I took some shots. Uh, North Carolina was not it. Oklahoma was good, but not not great. Uh, Arkansas was another one I jumped on pretty early. But, yeah, I think my biggest swing in the midst of the season was North Carolina. Like, what a just tremendous letdown they were. It goes against your Duke blood, so you, that, you right, learn that. Right, right. The universe yeah, was like, no, never. no, hold on, big fella. You're, you're not meant for this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah your uncle pulled some strings. <laughs> what what about you, Kyle? Now that the football season's over, it's done, there's nothing else to see here. Like, <laughs> What else? Well, give me a Michigan State, or uh, excuse me, a non-Michigan State-related take, uh, a fond memory, a recap. Like, what, what what did you like about this last season? Um, a, a little bit of the chaos. Okay. A little, little bit of the chaos, which is nice. Um, I loved seeing. Oh, what, what were some things I really liked to see? I, dude, I don't know. It was a good season. Like, you know, I had we had the misery index that we didn't have to bust out because I wasn't miserable at all. It's it was my first season as a father. Ooh. Um, and let me tell you, it's uh, a lot less football was consumed as a, as a broader scale, which honestly is probably for the better. Like, there's probably other uses of my time uh, instead of sitting there and drinking all day mm. on Saturday and watching college football, mm. which I love. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But that was kind of a, a, a moment for me where I was like, yeah, this is uh, – things change. Life yeah. life happens. Yeah, true. And, um, you know, I wouldn't change it for the world, but uh, it's going to be more fun to move forward and, like, actually be able to, like, kind of watch the games with my daughter and, and like, you know, get her excited about it and ruin her life with college sports as my life has been ruined by college sports. Um, so, yeah, it's just that, – that was kind of my perspective is, like, it, it changes as, as a father. Yeah. Uh, responsibilities change. 
Well, and we've we've talked about it before in our in our you know offline group chat. It's now it just becomes a matter of it's a scheduled event, right? Like it's not we're not in Mesa, we're not on Tenth Ave anymore, where it was like you could set a clock to it every Saturday. Nobody was moving from the couch, and we're just getting wasted. Uh, those were my favorite days, and I would still do it again if I had the opportunity. But now it's like you just got to make an event of it, right? Like, you, you know, pick a weekend, pick a big weekend like we did when we went back to the Droz household. Obviously, COVID pissed on our Miami plans, but like. That's right. I forgot about uh, that. But I'm with you. Like, I didn't, I, you know, I don't have a kid. I have two fuck-faced dogs, but, you know, same thing. Uh, but it, I didn't feel like I really missed anything, though. Like, I feel like the pod right. was the nice, like. Like, dude, YouTube's huge for it. Right. Yeah, being right. able to go back and watch those ten minute recaps are fucking awesome. Right. Well, and, that, and that's like it was. It was that, and then combination with like we set a time every week, etch out an hour and a half. We just get to sit down, and and I feel like that's kind of what it is. It's just like you release it all in one shot. Like, it's not. Yes, we we do. We're lacking the. We all get to sit around and just shoot the breeze on the couch type deal. Uh, those days are gone, but like now it's nice to just be able to sit down and just like just hash it out for an yep. hour and a half and just like just scratch that itch. I love it. Scratch that itch, baby. So there you go. Uh, with that, uh, it's been a fun season and we're going to continue on into the foreseeable future, whether you uh, want us to or not. So yeah, please uh, tweet at us, interact with us more, send us some takes, send us some things to talk about. Um, We'll probably need it a little bit. I love, like I said, we love college basketball, but there's, I can't imagine an hour of strictly college basketball talk. So send us whatever you want. It could be college football related, non-college football related, NIL, whatever. Send it to us. Uh, watch the Kenneth Walker highlight film in, in memory of January 6th, 2021, when he committed. Nothing else happened that day. And uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Whoever, so, uh, whoever watches, if you made it this far in the pod, congratulations. If you actually watch the Kenneth Walker highlight films if you tweet us just one specific like we don't even need the video if you can just tweet us one specific highlight i will buy you a beer or two beers there you go i'll venmo you enough for two beers i love it and we're paying people to listen to our free pay to play baby hey nil (laughs) hey so uh yeah for big mike uh i'm kyle thanks for listening to name image podcast wonderful college football season and uh yeah we will uh we'll be back next week love you Yeah, we know Skip. Mm-hmm. I know Skip. Like that, Skip. Anything else you want to know about me, Skip?